You're listening to curated podcasts from the Beyond Infinity radio show, presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. 2017 was a really bad year for for influenza virus in mm-hmm. Australia, if you may remember, uh, cast your mind back a couple of years, 18 months or so, and you know people were dropping like flies, people were dying of it. It yep. was a really serious uh, season for the flu, and that was despite the um, the sort of uh, the, the the prevalence and, and wide use of flu shots, mm-hmm. which is still having the, having the WHO, the World Health Organization, hadn't they come out? I believe at the start of 2017 season, saying we expect this one will be a, a big one. And uh, make sure you get vaccinated. And yet, 2018, this flu season that's just basically finished or Mm -hmm. finishing now, was far, far less. So it was actually 83%. There was a fall uh, of 83% in what doctors say is the result of science, guesswork and a bit of luck. So flu cases in Australia dropped compared year on year from 2017 to 18 by 83%. What was the difference? What made that difference? Um, and they believe that it was the effectiveness of the flu vaccine that was offered this year in 2018 mm-hmm. as opposed to 2017 where they didn't get it quite right. right. So some of their guesses in terms of what they put into that, mm-hmm. that vaccine weren't as effective. It mutates. Because it makes it every year, doesn't it? It changes, so you absolutely. Use they, the same one. They have to change it because yeah. the virus itself mutates very rapidly that's why it's such a deadly virus because it's it, it mutates it changes its form so the previous remedies or the, the previous vaccinations which may have been effective aren't effective mm-hmm. so the 2017 vaccine would have been based partly on what was in 16 mm-hmm. but also trying to anticipate the way that it might which way you know, we using mutate. information yeah. from overseas that a whole bunch of scientific bodies from around the world collaborate to for, to, to work out what to put into those, those mm-hmm. vaccines so australia works closely with a whole bunch of other organizations medical organizations around the world scientists and so, so they're saying that the number of people that uh, contracted the influenza virus was also reduced yes or absolutely some- there were just 40,000 flu cases recorded from january to september 2018 in australia compared to almost 230,000 cases in the same period of 2017 those, okay. are, those are federal government figures the president of the AMA, the Australian Medical Association in the ACT, so Canberra-based, said the decrease was due to more people getting immunised, so using that, taking advantage of that that fairly cheap, I think it's $20 or which less. Is, which is free for, um, I think, uh, the, the very old and yes. I think the very young yep. as well. Yeah. So about $20 for adults in most places. Some places it's free. It was more effective this year than last year. So every year the health authorities choose to keep some of the strains from the previous year, add one or two new strains to substitute for a new strain, and basically a very intelligent, well-researched guess is made. But it's still a guess, they emphasise. There's a bit of science, a bit of luck... Anyway, look, a really great result for Australia. I think there's been, I guess been, been, the, it's been reported around the world. Other countries have really taken note of the success of, of this year's flu, uh, flu vaccine program in Australia. Do, do they think it's repeatable because it was such a fluke this year? Or do they think that uh, maybe next year they can sort of go down that same path? Because if it is a bit of a random guessing when they're sort of getting this concoction together, uh, it could easily fall, you know, the pendulum could swing the other way potentially next year. I think that that's why they're saying it's a combination of, um, of luck, being clever about what you put into the, the flu vaccine and, and clever about how you anticipate the way that the influenza virus will change over time. So all those factors come into play. They all lined up really well in 2018. There's no guarantee that it'll do as well in 2019, mm-hmm. but... Mm-hmm. They do also say that there was an increase in the uptake of the vaccination. So I think, you know, so many people sick the previous the previous year, 
with you know 230,000 cases in Australia and some people dying, hospitals under strain, hospitals not able to deal with the mm. strain in some cases, not able to deal with all the cases of people who were sick. I think that that was you know enough of a warning. So people in 2018, you know, more people got the vaccination, and I've been doing and, I've been doing it for the last. I don't know, probably five or six years. Children can get it, uh, they can get it in a two a two stage vaccination, so they get kind of half, and then I think they wait a month and they get the other a half. Booster type shot, yeah. yeah. But it's not to say there was no illness and no people were sick, but it was just less severe, less yeah. less full on than. than It'd be interesting uh, to see the actual total number of vaccination numbers from last year versus uh, this year, and see you know if there was more people that, that took up that that offer to have the vaccination shot because you know t- having the vaccination is not just for yourself; it's mm. about herd immunity. So if um, if neither of us take the the shot and uh, I get a little bit sick from the, the flu, like I, I don't have the full severity of it, mm. I can pass that on to others. And if you haven't had the shot, maybe you can contract it. But if um, I have the shot and I never get it, then I can't pass it on to you. So it's not just about you know your own health. It's about who you pass so, it on course, to as absolutely. well. Yeah. The ACT's Chief Health Officer, Professor Paul Kelly, said the process of developing the vaccine was complex. And that's where he's described it as a bit of science and a bit of luck. He went on to say the issue with the flu virus is it's a tiny thing, only six genes, and it has this ability to change itself. And even subtle changes can remove that immunity that you build up from a previous infection. Just because we didn't have flu this year, that doesn't doesn't in any way predict next season. So it's likely flu will still be a problem as it is each winter. They're definitely urging you to remain vigilant. Yeah, in, in, get, in, get the flu shots every year in, for your health and the health of exactly. others. Exactly. Yeah. Now, look, just some information from the Australian Influenza Surveillance Report. This is done by the um, Australian Government, the Department of Health, health.gov.au is the website there. And this was the, for the fortnight ending the 7th of October 2018. So it's only been two weeks. In the previous fortnight to October 7, um, at the national level, the majority of indicators for person-to-person transmission of influenza and influenza-like illness continued to decline, signalling that nationally the season peaked in early September. Influenza continued to be the dominant cause of ILI among patients uh, attending sentinel GPs. So that's influenza-like illness. Mm -hmm. The severity, clinical severity for the season to date, as measured through the proportion of patients admitted directly to ICU and deaths attributed to influenza is moderate. Currently, the impact of circulating influenza on society, as measured through the proportion of people with ILI taking time off work and the burden on hospitals, is low. Virology, uh, this fortnight... The majority of confirmed influenza cases reported nationally were influenza A, 86%, and where subtyping data was available, influenza A, that's H1N1, uh, was the dominant subtype. Children aged less than 10 years appear to be more commonly infected with influenza. However, the severity of illness in this population is on par with other age groups. So there you go, some extra information there from the health department, health.gov.au, that's the regular fortnightly Australian Influenza Surveillance Report. You can go and check it out yourself. Thanks for listening. We'd love for you to review us on iTunes. It's a great way to let others know if you've liked our podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Beyond Infinity RPPFM on Facebook or Infinity RPP on Twitter.